Hey, small group leaders, this is Pastor Gabe here for another edition of the Take 5 Leadership Podcast, and I'm excited to be on with you guys today. Um, We are in the middle of a three-part series where we're talking about uh, just why we do small groups here at Our Savior's Church. What's the point of it? Why do we do that? What's our heart behind this? And um, it, so it's always good to know the why behind the what, right? Because you're doing the what, but sometimes it's good to know what why, what is small groups? Like, what's the whole message behind that? What are they trying to accomplish at Our Savior's Church? And so I kind of want to answer that question in this three-part series that we're in on the Take 5 podcast. And so anyway, the first week we talked about really life change happening in the context of relationships. And just a very brief recap on that. It's people don't simply get changed by a Sunday morning message. They get changed by being in relationships with people that are going to help keep them accountable, that are going to help walk with them and encourage them. And everybody needs a cheerleader, right? Everybody needs a coach. Um, if we're going to reach our, uh, our potential, we're going to perform at optimal levels, then we have to have that encouragement as we do that. And so you guys as leaders provide that. And then secondly, the second thing I want to focus on today is this. At Our Savior's Church, we believe that our church must grow larger and smaller at the same time. Our church has to grow larger and smaller simultaneously at the same time. And so, uh, first of all, we are we are unapologetic about the fact that we want our church to grow. We encourage uh, people to come to church and reach people, and that's just the heart of Jesus. That's what Jesus did. We, we're evangelistic. We want lost people to come into our church, and when we do that, the church grows. It's inevitable. If more people come in, then the numbers grow. And so that's kind of the just the simple math of that. But why do we do that? You may come from an environment where it wasn't necessarily a big church, and I'm not sure if I like that. Well, here's the heart behind it. And I want to illustrate that with a story I heard of a pastor named Tommy Barnett who was in Phoenix, Arizona. A lady in this church said, Pastor, don't you think the church is getting too big? I mean, the church is I think over 10,000 people at the time. And so the pastor, surprisingly, he, he said, you know, I'll, I'll consider that. I'll think about that. Um, she said, but okay, but don't stop doing altar calls next week, though, maybe after that, because next week my son is flying in town and he'll be at church with me. And so maybe if you can give one more altar call and he'll get born again. And the pastor responded, I think you just answered your own question. As long as we have lost family members, we have lost friends and lost co-workers, we have to keep growing. But here, here's the problem. As our church, as our church excuse me, grows larger, it's really easy to feel like I'm just a number in the crowd. And it's really easy to not really take steps of growth because all you do is show up and hear a message. And so we've realized that as a church, we have to grow smaller at the same time we're growing larger. What does that look like? That looks like small groups. That looks like you guys doing what you're doing, helping them meet the spiritual needs in people's life. And so I, I love to look at it this way. If you're, if, if you're in need of something, you don't really want the pastor to come. Why? Because the pastor doesn't really know you or really doesn't have a relationship with you. For those that don't have a relationship with the pastor, but you want the person that is that you've been walking with. You want the person that has really encouraged you through thick and thin. And there's just stories of people in a church where small group leaders have gathered their small group and really rallied around them in times of crisis. And, and that's, that is healthy ministry. 
The Bible talks about it in the book of Ephesians 4.12, it talks about the job of the pastors being to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Guess who the saints are? It's you guys. It's you who every week you meet with people and you you build their lives. You help equip them. You help pour into them and invest them and challenge them. And so the reason we do all of these small groups and we push for this and we feel this burden is because we know the amount of pastors and staff that we have at our church is not adequate to meet the need of our church. But we also know that we have a mandate by God to empower you guys who have a call of God on your life to lead people. Never forget that. What you're doing is not just, uh, all right, I'm just doing this workout thing, or I like to go walking, or I want to... No, you're, you're called by God to really invest in other people. You're called by God to help lead his people. And that is a great responsibility, and it's a great honor. But the pressure is not on you to be a pastor. The pressure is on you simply to encourage everybody that is in your group to take their next steps on their journey. If you're a small, I love this, put it this way. If you're a small group leader, you don't have to be perfect. You have to be Billy Graham. All you have to be is a few steps ahead of the people who are in your group. And that way you can help encourage them to take the steps that they need to take. And so I just want to say thank you guys. And just, you, you do an amazing job. You sacrifice one to two to three nights out of your week or during the day or whatever to invest in people. And that is what our Savior's Church is all about. That is what the kingdom of God is all about. It's not Ministry is not isolated to one person who does all of the ministry to the people. That's unhealthy and it's unrealistic. Ministry is us empowering each other to do what God has called us to do. So thank you so much for all that you guys do. I love you and I will come back next week to finish out our three-part series, Why We Do Small Groups. Mm-hmm.